What's up? What's up, y'all? Tap in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Big Dick Dasty, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. You know what we're telling like a T.I. is. What's up, my people? What's up, my people? Hey, good evening. Good evening, beautiful people. Good evening. Good evening, Lisa. Good evening, Dean. How you feeling? How you feeling? Hey, man. It's the end of Sagittarius season now. We're in the Capricorn season now. Capricorn. All these Capricorns. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Happy birthday to everybody. That's quite a few birthdays. My cousin, Stephanie. Happy birthday to you, baby girl. You know, my sister Bonnie's birthday coming up. Happy so, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday coming up my niece. So, you know, there's a whole bunch of Cap- Capricorns is, is, mm-hmm. is, is ruling. My mama's a Capricorn. Oh, man. My mama's a Capricorn. Oh, happy birthday, mama. But, uh, yeah, man, let me uh, throw a shout-out to my man Samuel Muhammad. You know, he's our honorary invited to a cultural, Kwanzaa cultural celebration think tank. Uh, taking place tomorrow, 6 o'clock at the Cat and Downtown Library. If you're in the area, come check it out. You know, as, a, as he explained, it's a think tank to, uh, about what we're going to do as black men in our communities. You know what I mean? And I'm honored to be a part of something like that. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to, you know, come up with some solutions. You know what I mean? So, again, shout out to that, man, everybody who's going to be in for that. And it's an honor, and I'm excited to be a part of it. What's up, man? You know, it's one thing, you know, to complain about problems, another thing to get together, put a thing take together. Right. Yeah. That's a positive movement, man. I respect y'all for doing that. You know, so yeah, you know, gotta 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 brothers gotta work it out. You know what I'm saying? Public enemy say brothers gotta work it out. Ain't nobody yeah, gonna do we'll it. Work but, it out. Yeah, you know, we the foundation. We the foundation of the community, us. you know what I mean? Right. So it starts with us. And um so Again, y'all come check that out six o'clock at, at the uh, downtown library on Market. We're gonna be getting it in. What day is that? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. Monday, yeah, December thirtieth, yeah, six o'clock, six p.m. Main. It will be library. free food. You know, you get black. Hey, 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 <laughs> it will be free food. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm getting back to my table business. Getting my tables back. Starting to uh all raw to y'all. Starting to get some ideas going. I was down and feeling out there for a minute. We was going through the blues. Well, I'm coming up out of it. So make sure y'all support me. Make sure y'all purchase y'all tables. Call me, inbox me for your ideas. I got y'all tables, pictures, collages, whatever y'all needs. Furniture, I got y'all. That's what's up. Sound like a plan right there. Well, without further ado, we're going to get into the proceedings this evening. If I could find the, 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 the broadcast so I can share where we at here. We're going to go ahead and uh, get into the topic of the day, Dick Dashley. Hey, you know, uh, normally we're the social media topic of the day or the week. We're going to do a year in review. We're going to do 2019 year in review. And what I want y'all to do for those uh, who are doing this live, y'all go up and y'all could uh, put in some of the topics that was important to y'all as far as this year and how it impacted. But we'll go ahead and talk about 2019. I'm going to try to say some of the biggest, juiciest things, you know, toward the end. Uh, but basically, as they come through, as we remember, you know, y'all 
as panelists, y'all feel free to, to kind of chime in. I think one of the biggest things uh, <clears throat> this year, well, as far as like, you know, just easy going things, shout out to the Toronto Raptors. They won their first title this year. Mm -hmm. You know, the first NBA title for uh, a Canadian team. So, you know, Kawhi Leonard went out there, showed up and showed out. You know, so uh, that's a wonderful thing. Um, last year, you know, ended the, the closest the Browns been to the Super Bowl in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you got that. Uh, more serious topics, though. Um, I would say big thing in the news. I'm just looking at things in the news. Botham Jean being shot yeah, down definitely. in Dallas definitely. by the cop. Uh, what's her name? Amber Geiger. I believe that's her name. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, went, went into this man's house. Said she had the wrong apartment. She thought she had an intruder in there, although he was sitting at his table chilling, smoking. And uh, she shot him. In his jaws. <laughs> oh, man. That's that. <laughs> I didn't even know he was in his underwear. Uh, shot the man chilling in his own house. Uh, you know, that, I think that's, uh, if anything kind of caused friction in society, I think that was probably one of the yeah. biggest things that caused friction for people who feel she was justified in doing it, uh, doing it and uh, for. Uh, the rest of us who had common sense, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think there's any way to really split that. You know, that's a very sad situation. Then it was an uproar because at the end of the trial, the brother goes What's up, up Patrice? What's and up, hugs the accused. Yeah, and the judge hugs the accused, and the bailiff was fixing their hair. Yeah. So it was a lot of elements into this thing. Now I'm seeing something where uh, it's popping up, in at least in my timeline, that they're saying like the family's not going to get paid. Yeah, by the city, that. you know, and I, I didn't necessarily like the the headline with that went with it. I thought it was superfluous. It, it just wasn't necessary. Uh, kissing up or whatever. I I really think the young man was being uh, honest in his feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, when he did whatever. Now everybody else, I, I can feel you having that sentiment because they old enough to know better. What's going on, James? James Banks, Vic Miguel, De Jesus. We're doing a year review, so I want to know from the viewers. What y'all remember from this year as far as topics go? You know, another big thing, they arrested R. Kelly on those sexual charges. They finally got him. The whole Me Too movement. The yeah, whole, the Me, whole Too Me Too movement. The R. Kelly mm -hmm. and Bill Cosby. Yeah. Brandon McThorne. So the Me Too movement took on the life of his own uh, this year. You had a lot of people paying for things, crimes, and transgressions that they did in the past. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Obviously, you have uh, people putting out material about other people directing toward, you know, just a certain segment of the population, which I predicted in the show. I said, the reason why I didn't like how the Me Too movement was going, they're going to make black men a poster child of it. Mm -hmm. And they've effectively done that. And by that, I just mean dominant society. And, uh, you know, by, nobody gets on us harder than we get on ourselves. So... Uh, the society has trained us well that we're the watchdogs of ourselves. So the Me Too movement took on that. I believe that uh, Dave Chappelle addressed this perfectly. Mm -hmm. I believe Dave Chappelle had the best special. I would, I would give a shout out to Dion Cole uh, because he put together a wonderful special on Netflix. But I believe Dave Chappelle's was more impactful to the culture as far as articulating uh, how the Me, Me Too movement felt from I would say my point of view. I would say he spoke for a lot of people to a lot of people in that. Uh, that's one of the big things. So uh, I say, you know, if 
Botham John, you know, he, he, he was a big thing. I say Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle definitely was a big thing. Mm -hmm. The Me Too movement. And uh, allow me, man, to take the time to, you know, uh, remember the people who we lost this year. You know what I mean? That's and, what I was hitting to next. But, yeah. you know, Lisa, you know, Lisa Burnett lost her mom mm -hmm. this year. You know, we lost my man John Weatherspoon. John we lost a uh, few I can't, you know, who, 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 you know, just to the people like, you know, it's blessed to see, you know, in 2020 ahead of, you know, and hopefully don't see it happen to me. And I do see it, but you know, the people that we lost, man, that, you know, we, you know, they still with us in spirit and we're going to keep, you know, pushing on to the next year and the year after that till they put me in the ground, you know what I mean? Well, I also want to say, I think the, the year started off, the first part of the year, might as well just go to what was the biggest talk, biggest loss as far mm -hmm. as like, you know, in, in the culture, uh, had to be the loss of Nipsey Hussle. Right. Yeah. That was, it caught us off guard, you know, uh, you know, wouldn't the conspiracy behind it, you know, we want we want to put some time. Jealousy is just a, a, bigger, a bigger beast in itself of its own. And, uh, you know, sorry to see the young brother go. You know, I knew Nipsey more for his business move than I did his music, to be quite honest. Um, you know, he was the one that hit me on to the Opportunity Zones the whole nine. So, you know, that happened in March. I believe that was a big thing. Uh, I, one of the biggest things that still resonates, you know, mm -hmm. have people talking. Uh, Ali McClendon said 2019 was a struggle for real. Even for our government, really. <laughs> uh, that, that is true. That is true. We'll get to that. You might as well start talking about the big things. So Nipsey Hussle, i say uh, Donald Trump getting impeached yeah. was a big thing. I, I think he's done more than enough to be impeached. Well, Donald Trump is like a whole shadow over the last few years, especially mm -hmm. 2019. He, lo he looms large over pretty much everything. You know, so it's like, like you can't even go without speaking about... You know what I mean? The, 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 the spectacle <laughs> that is Donald Trump. Yeah, so the, yeah, hit me in the pizza took long enough. Go ahead, Lisa. The legalization of marijuana. Well, not 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 where it Mar needs to be. Medical yeah. marijuana. Yeah, it's still it's still a slow process, you know what I mean? But shout out to Michigan. <laughs> who, you know what I mean? Who went all the way out with it this year, big, big close to home. And yeah, shout out to Michigan for going all the way with the recreational. Marijuana and everything, yeah, and we still pushing for the feds to, to, to wake up. Mm -hmm. The whole, matter of fact, the whole opioid crisis, you know, that was mm -hmm. a big thing. That was. Crisis, you yeah. know, the people dying, you know, the whole double standard, because, you know, we seeing how they treated our crisis, our war on drugs, ours was a war. You know what I'm saying? We as a war on drugs, there is an opioid crisis. You know, a crisis involves us all. It's, you got to play a word like we in a crisis. I mean, we in a crisis. Yeah. If we in a war, there's only a couple. You know what I mean? They, they, so they got a cold. We got the flu. Right. Exactly. Well, you know, yeah, they, they want us to and A lot of the, uh, you know, the little, what was the young rapper that, you know, these young guys are dying. Juice World. Yeah. Juice yeah, World. Yeah, 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 they're dying, or, you know, from these drugs, man. These, you know, the cats are get, getting fit and all stuff laced in there. You know, they're not getting what they're paying for. You know right. what I mean? And they're dying for it. So, right. Well, you know, shout out to that. I, I, I'd say 2019 was a big year. And I think every year is big for us in music. 
But yeah, some really big names explode onto the scene this year. Uh, Lizzo mm -hmm. came out of nowhere and was the artist of the year this year. Mm -hmm. You know, shout out to Lizzo on that. Then you had Little Nas X having the biggest song of the year. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Old Town Road, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, shout out to him. And uh, what his big reveal of him being uh, homosexual, and he still had that type of success, you know. So, uh, hey, shout out to him. Uh, also, it was the year of, uh, you, you can't joke with people, otherwise you're you, you going to be uh, listening on some bad lists. Yeah. My man Tank, <laughs> talk, uh, talk about the, the, the two penis rule, and uh, I, I, I take all those extra stuff out, but it, as you see, I think he bounces back from that, you know. Yeah, that kind of just got over shadow over that was a hot topic for about a week or so. Yeah, yeah. I think people still be talking about it. Hey, think about uh, what's my man uh, Malik Yoba? Yeah, talking about how he, he like yeah. women with penises. Uh, Transgenders. Yeah, that, that's. Uh, Is that the correct term? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't yeah, know. well, you know, the LBGTQ had a big 2019. I think they really did. They had a big 2019. Yeah. Not only did they take 20 percent of the alphabet, they took 20 percent <laughs> of our time and thoughts. Go ahead, Lisa. I'll cut you um, off. no. Um, the women that were uh, Miss America, Miss Universe, all the black women that was uh, recently just happened. Yeah, five winners: Miss mm -hmm. Universe, Miss World, Miss America, Miss USA, uh -huh. and Miss. What King up, Jerome USA. Jackson? So that was a big year. Black black woman magic, black girl magic. That's that's wonderful. Kevon Wright, Jerome Jackson. Derek What's up, said. Kevin? That Y'all tapped into the full West. disclosure show. Derek Lamont was the first. Big Dick Doctor, Bobby Rich Green, Lisa Lisa. We, we uh doing a little year end review, a little year end cap in. Y'all yeah. got some stories uh, that was personal that happened to you this year, something you want to talk about that you want to reflect on. Yeah. Please put it in the comments. And uh, In the sunshine. Hey, Nisa. What's up going on? What's up? Uh, yeah, like Derek said, you know, if it's something we're missing, go ahead. Just We're doing a year review, y'all. What's some big stories that happened, you know? Some of the things we talked about, we talked about Lizzo bust on to the scene, Lil Nas X. We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, uh, Nipsey Hussle's death, the uh, president's impeachment. Uh, you know, another big thing uh, that happened was uh, T.I. opened up a gynecology clinic. <laughs> <laughs> I check your hymen expeditiously, as Dave Chappelle said. You know, so that that was a big thing for a second. And, mm -hmm. you know, going to the Me Too movement type of thing or... You know, uh, what's too much? We learned what's too much. You just talked about Kanye West switching genres and uh, gospel. Actually, I listened to a song the other day, y'all. It was on a playlist of mine, and it was fire. It was Kanye West, y'all. The, the song was fire. I, I'm, I'm going to just tell you it was. I don't agree with his politics. And, uh, you know, hey, Allie McClendon saying Black Girl Magic. That's right. And uh, But <laughs> the song was fire. I forget the name of it. Caught something, but it was, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I Kanye like, West is a musical genius. Yeah. I love his music. And um I, I Kanye West is another lightning rod, you know, he's always got something to say, always looming in the background. He can't wait to say something. And them Kardashians was uh quite boisterous this year too. They was always that damn Kim. She was always in the headlines for something she done did. Uh you didn't see when she was on there recently? I guess she took a picture of herself and she was supposed to be paying homage to somebody, but she was brown. Like, she looked like you couldn't even recognize her. She looked black. No, I didn't. See, I'll be like, see, well, see, you see, I, I, I do this show and I'll be out the loop. Talk to me. 
No, I didn't, I didn't see that. So crazy. that's the latest about Kim Kardashian. Well, that, they've made their whole career on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, what else do they do but get on the internet and make some kind of wave about something? Mm -hmm. I didn't really well, that's the case. I'm about to start cussing everybody out. It's not wasting time being objective or, you know, do I need to take my clothes off? And that, nobody would watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what else was in the news? So we yeah, we talked about Donald Trump. We talked about T.I. Um, I would say uh, we, we talked about the Toronto Raptors. It, I believe now there's been a shift or a change in the dynamic. Also, I want to talk about, to me, one of the most powerful shows. I want to talk about two shows on television that really had an effect. Um, one being American Gods and the, the character uh, Mr. Nancy, Nancy uh, played by Orlando Jones that he had some of the best lines I've ever heard in television. Mm -hmm. And to find out that he got fired in September of this year was actually a shock to me because he was my favorite character on the show. And I doubt that I'll ever watch the show again. You know? yeah, it's not going to be the same. Well, not to me, knowing that they, they wanted to quell that. All these people worshiped their gods. Their gods were indicative of what people believed at a certain time in history. So you're going to keep... Bathsheba, but you you gonna get uh, or uh, Anubis or uh, I'm sorry, you, you know what I'm talking about old girl, but you gonna get rid of someone else who you felt was too controversial. But I want to say I want to turn right back around, give a shout out to HBO for the the, uh, the limited series The Watchmen. Very very powerful, uh, sit around racism and uh, the uh, race riots in Tulsa in 1921. Uh, Black Wall Street. I really thought it was amazing how many people didn't know that story. I didn't realize how many people who didn't know the story. I don't see. I don't see why. Yeah, I know, man. Sometimes yeah. I, I overestimate, you know, things that people know about. Uh, but it brought a lot of relevance to that, and it brought a lot of notoriety to that. And besides Virginia King's and that excellent actress, I wouldn't be surprised if she wins an Emmy for outstanding she's, actress. She's very. She's one of those very. Uh... What's up, Tim Dog? She's very one um, under underrated. She's very underrated, versatile. She, I mean, she she won an Oscar, but still underrated. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. Jerome Jackson said, "What about Queen Latifah? Oh, she ain't done nothing in a while. Excuse <laughs> me, I'm drunk." <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry had a big year. And Larry, Ty oh man, how could I? That's yeah, that's what Tyler you know. Perry. You be thinking of Tyler Perry. Talk about it, Lisa. What did he do this year? Tell him what he did this year. So Tyler Perry got his own studio. And the studio is said to be bigger than MGM, or Warner Universal. Brothers, Universal. All those, all those studios ain't nothing compared to Tyler Perry. So let's just see what he's gonna do with this. He, as far as I know, from what I see, he does do some things in the black community. Uh, I wish he would do some other things, but you know he's just getting started. So maybe he'll do those things that I wish he would do, but. Either way it go, he's still doing things for us, and I appreciate, you know what I'm saying, him stepping out, getting this studio. You know, and I don't think it could be understated. It's just like, uh, why is that important? It's, we need to have control of our image. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of the 70s, we were just happy to have people that look like us on screen, so we went to go see whatever they put out as long as it had black actors in it and actresses. And you had people who weren't us telling us how to act like us. 
And then in the 80s came Eddie Murphy. Once they realized that a black star could be bankable, that kind of changed things. Now to have our studio, our own studio, <coughs> we had them prior to integration. Yeah. So um, now that you see Tyler Perry land that groundwork, what Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence shot Bad Boys 2 on that set. Uh, Eddie Murphy shot Dolomite Is My Name on that set. You know, this is just a powerful thing. We can take that because entertainment has been a an outlet for us in which we were able to uh, uh, start start making money and be becoming wealthy. That's where most of our money is made, at least in the beginning. What's going on, TC Poppy? Hello, cousin, was what he said. You know what? Shout out to you. Uh, he fed the homeless uh, yesterday. You know, we, we talk about, you know, what do could things do in our community? He has a church, not even a big one. Uh, any donations he takes, he takes that money and he buys food for the homeless. So he makes sure he feeds people. He tries to feed people every weekend, as many people as he can. That's that's the type of impact. That, that's that's the type of church that I mean, I don't. I'm not a church. I'm not a church going person, but that's the type of church that I would put myself. You know, mm -hmm. so I would help in that church and do those types of things. You know, be part of giving out food and helping the homeless. And don't ask me to go to service on Sunday, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I will help you feed the homeless and all that other that's type smart. of thing because I feel like you're going to have a church. That's what a church should be about. You know what I'm saying? You, you can do all that preaching and telling me what's in the book or what have you, but after that, what are you doing? What's your actions? Hey, all superheroes don't wear capes. Jerome Jackson said, how is that 70% of black people don't know about signs of wrong? Bye-bye, Sarah, i laugh out loud. Hey, shout out. That's a good shameless plug. Signs are wrong, y'all, when you want to advertise your thing. You hit Jerome up. Signs are wrong. Hey, that's my time. We were just doing a year review. I just kind of wanted to keep it yeah, light to yeah. kind of start that out. And, 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 and feel listening. free to, to uh, comment and, and throw things in there. We'll shout it out during the show. The full disclosure show where we tell like a TIS. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dasty, Lisa Lisa, a little late of the house. Now we're going to get into this next topic, Miss Lisa. So... I want to go ahead and talk about this damn Oprah Winfrey. So I've been hearing a lot about people feeling as if she's part of this sex trafficking thing that's going on here in America and all over the world. So she was seen photographed with this guy, his name, he goes by the name of John of God, and he's a faith healer. And so he he just went to jail for 19 years, was just convicted. She featured him on her show, didn't she? Yeah, one of the shows she had, she featured him on the show. She was seen photographed with him. Like, this was her homegirl, I mean, her homeboy. And she promoted him as being a faith healer. So he was just sentenced to 19 years for kidnapping these girls and selling them into sex trafficking. Now he would kidnap these teenagers and then when they would get pregnant, he would take the babies and sell them for $40,000 before he shipped them off to Brazil. So not only was she seen with him, she also, we all know about her and her relationship with um, Weinstein. So I just wanna know, you know, well, how do y'all feel about this? Like to me, I'm not saying, you know, I know for sure, for sure that she's part of this sex trafficking ring, but as a as being a victim, as she's a victim of sexual assault, why is it she shining light on everybody? Why is it just the black community? Why is it just R. Kelly? Now she got one coming out on Russell Simmons. So 
She's very, it seems to me that she she's Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. It just seems as if she's down in our community. I mean, not saying that these people don't need to be punished for what they are convicted of. They, if they did it, then yes, they need to be go to jail. They need to go to jail or whatever. But why aren't you talking about these other people? Why aren't you talking about these other people with white skin? And it's just, she, she caters so much to the white community, you know? And a lot of the movies that she do, and I like her, I like her as an actress, and I like the movies that she's done, that I've seen, but a lot of those movies always seem to focus on, you know, slavery and poor black folks and, oh, yes, sir, master, we's going to the store. You know, they always talk like that, and they always have that type of demeanor. And, I mean, she's done Sophia's other movies. back now. She does. Oh, she, so she's done other movies, but they're, they're not like, they're always just those type of genres of movies. And it just seems like she shows, she shows the negative side of the African-American community. What about the white community? What about, you know, that? What are your thoughts? That's some interesting points uh, you made on Miss Overwinter Dick Dassler. Let you get in on it. Uh, you know, overall, you know, I was, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know anything about this uh, Johnny Guy guy. I just attached an article from the Washington Post inside the thread to kind of give you an idea of the uh, type of things and allegations he was uh, uh, accused of. T.C. Poppy said, when are black producers going to do documentaries on these white sexual predators? Uh, he wanted them to say, uh, thank you. Yes, it's okay. TC said uh, he he was her spiritual advisor. Weinstein just settled for $25 million. And no jail time as of yet. Yeah, I'm uh, just going through this. Is she? Laugh out loud. Sorry. Ali said who? And then Jerome said Oprah is also the same person that downs black men in all her shows and brings up their, never brings up their positivity when the advisors, in quotes, uh, who are white, tell her she is going too hard on us and, and tone down. Uh, so, you know, getting back to this, like I said, I don't know anything about the, the John situation, John the guy situation. I was just trying to read it and I saw some of the allegations there of the sexual abuse. And I don't know about the, the selling of things, the whole time. This this all new, new to me. But uh, I would say that I do see a disparity. The fact that you, you produce this documentary about Michael Jackson, especially with two people who, during the height of all of this, had both come out, both came out and said he did nothing to them. Yeah. To now change the story after this man can't defend himself, he's dead and gone. Then they come out and then do the thing on R. Kelly. You know, it's assassinating the character. Once again, it goes back to what I talked about before on the show, that yes, you should be punished for what you're doing, but they're gonna find some way to make black men the poster child of sexual deviancy. Mm-hmm. And you know, effectively, that, that's what happened. Now, it has to be some balance in the universe. You have Kevin Spacey accused of sexual crimes. You had Rob Lowe on tape with two teenagers in the hotel doing sexual crimes. You had Epstein, who uh, committed suicide, uh, flying girls out to his island. You had Donald Trump, who was accused of uh, sexually assaulting a 13-year-old in the New York hotel. He now sits in the, the office of the presidency. So you do have enough out there that you could do countless documentaries on other people. 
it does it does strike me and that she's coming out with another one right they're, they're Russell missing, Simmons is well, Russell next. Simmons yeah so and, and you know it, it's just you you can't say you can't see the pattern yeah you know it's like a bad call and a major sport sporting event everybody can see it what is what why do you have that proclivity to always point the finger at people who look like you she was a victim of sexual assault yeah by her uncle if i'm not so mistaken maybe you know got her pregnant so they get an abortion and then yeah. so they get some ice cream so maybe psychologically you know that she has some hmm. sort of negative image hatred hurt towards the black man because I don't never really see her. Maybe I just haven't paid attention, but I don't never really see her down in the black woman. It's always so much more the black man. Well, instead of saying like, uh, you know, that's pretty deep, and I didn't think of it on that level. But instead of saying like me, just thinking like, okay, you know, this happened to her. What she has seen, and we know this to be true in our own families, because I'm not part of a white family; I'm part of a black family. You tend to sweep the indiscretions mm -hmm. of the sexual molester in your family under the rug in mm -hmm. black families. So maybe this is just her way of attacking that and making people have that conversation. But everything needs balance because that's not how society is digesting it. It's leading to all these, well, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing that? And all these conspiracy theories where it could be just in fact what you just said. She wants to stop the next girl. And you know, same thing happened to Eartha Kid. You know, th these things happen. They happen. I, you could, what did they say? One in four women have been sexually assaulted. And most of the time it's by a family member. So it could be to raise awareness. And she's saying, we, we're known, A, one, not to share these sexual assault stories, and two, not to share medical histories. For some <clears> reason, <throat> it's just so taboo for black women to say, oh, I had cervical cancer to her daughter, so you might want to start watching out early, or you might want to get your breast checked out early. So you never know. You don't know what the the motivation is for this. Mm -hmm. I would hate to 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 just castigate her right now or assassinate her character right now because I don't know what she's thinking. But it's about time that you spoke up. I know we don't necessarily have the power to make someone like that speak up, but mm -hmm. if you if you love yourself, you love your people, it's probably time you, you talk. TC Poppy said this D and then I'm gonna give it to you. Um who own our who own our money? White slave owners who raped the slaves. Jackson had a slave. He had children by, and they did a DNA test and found grandbabies. And they also did with Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Ty Mitchell said family. Hey, family. TC went on to say, read the 40 laws of power. One rule is destroy your enemy mentally, reputation, health, where he can never uh, return. What's going on, Otis Holt? Okay, Dean, I'm sorry, brother. Nah, you good. You good. Um... I mean, you know, you you peeled back a lot of onions, layers of that onion right there uh, with Oprah Winfrey. Some stuff I never even really gave any thought. I've never been a real big fan of Oprah. Uh, I know back in the day, you know, I would watch Donahue and I would see Farrakhan on Donahue and Farik Muhammad on Donahue and other, you know, and I was used to wonder, like, why come Oprah Winfrey doesn't have these men on her show? And, you know, I would see it on Donahue and I would see these topics that, you know, and Oprah never really dealt with this kind of stuff. And then the way, she, and this is early Oprah. And, you know, I saw, I saw early on, because I used to try to watch, like, you know, a black woman on TV, you know what I mean? I would watch Oprah, but all I would ever see was stuff with white women. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's not like I never had no 
problem with it, but I, you know, as I try to support her, I was like, well, she don't really have anything that I can relate to. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and like I said, the movies, the color purple, we all love the color purple and everything, but I think, but Oprah's a gatekeeper, right? And so, and we know that black men are low hanging fruit. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's easy. They're, they're going to attack us because we are the lowest hanging fruit. Like, you know, our kid, we, we are the, like Michael Jackson, R. Kelly are high visible profile people. You know what I mean? If you if you watch movies, if you're a movie buff, you know who Harvey Weinstein is. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, you've heard his name, but you don't know who he is. He walked right past you to go straight, you wouldn't know who he is. Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, these are, the, you know, these are the names that they're throwing out there. Now, Russell Simmons, like, okay, I know Russell Simmons did something, but it wasn't no big thing, I don't think. You know what I mean? Harvey Weinstein was the story. He should be the face of the Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein was rape people. Right. Yeah. And we've seen pictures of her hugged up with this guy. And then you seen, you're talking about this, this what's his name, John? The, John the God. You know, and, and I remember the, I remember seeing the, the show she did with him, you know, when she was walking with him. Yeah, and they were I remember watching buddy, that. buddy, best Yeah, I remember friends. watching that. And that's not to say that she she is a part of this ring or she knew what he was doing, but even after you knew what he did and the man has been convicted and sentenced to 19 years, you still haven't done any documentary or told any of his facts to the world as you did. Russell Simmons, yeah. R. Kelly, or Put any these of these guys. guys. On blast. And it's been long enough for her to have made a documentary on Weinstein. Yeah. So what what's the deal, Oprah? You know, I, I want to know. I think is I think is a point to be made when you say, does she have a problem with black men? Personally, not not just saying that. Okay, we know that the media is going to. We we see you see it all the time when something is going on. They want to grab a black face, and you Rich, you just said it. Put the put our face on it. You know, like with the whole uh, uh, the Central Park. The Central was it's a five, right? The Central Central Park five, five. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm not mistaken, we'll call it exonerated five. Right. No, that's right. Yeah, and uh, as I recall, that happened like in the middle of an election year. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and and yeah, and Giuliani. What basically made his, you know what I mean? They they used the, they used this black man as the face, you know. And you see in the movies, they're like, oh, let's go. and they tell you like, oh, let's if something happened, let's go put some black faces on it. Mm -hmm. They basically tell you what they do. This is what how they do it. So I think that's a big part of it, you know, because the media is going to gravitate toward, and we've already been demonized, you know. We talk about them four Ds, and so I think that's part of it being that she's such a gatekeeper. In the media, but I never thought about a, a personal vendetta herself toward black men, maybe based on because of her relationship. You know what I mean? We we know the criticism of the color purple movie where mm -hmm. people was like, "Well, why ain't there no positive black men in the movie?" And it wasn't. You know what I mean? You know, so you know there. there I mean, there's some. You know, there's some dots to be connected. I think there's some good points there. Hey, the four D's there was talking about was first they dismiss you, then they discredit you. Then they demonize you, and lastly, they destroy you. Mm -hmm. We got some comments here, D. C.C. Uh, Poppy said, that's what they're doing on documentaries, destroying the black man. He went on to say, thank you for all the recognition of, for feeding the hungry. What's up, Baba? Patai. C.C. went on to say, Charlie Sheen admits to having sex while HIV positive. No charges, no documentary. 
nothing, but they slaughter R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. And see, I think that's the point. It's pretty deep. And we, we're going. We're not saying not don't do these uh, uh, documentaries on Balance. Michael Jackson or R. Kelly or. But I want to see, like you said, I want to see the documentary on Harvey Washington. I want you to keep that same energy, you know, on, on these people. You know what I mean? Like, if it's about the molest, it's about evil, it's about this and about that, let's go after everybody and shine the light on the whole spectrum. And, you know, that's the point. You know, it ain't about what, whether or not Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, whatever, mm-hmm. that's the point. Go after the whole, you know, the, the, the whole, whole thing. thing. Make- that's all we ever asked for. Like, you know what I mean? It's all the, the balance. You call it justice, whatever you want to call it. Like, just treat them the same way. You know, don't give them the benefit of the doubt and then bury us. You know what I mean? Like, and that's basically what happened. And for it to be a black woman, a you would think it would be the other, yeah, you think it'd be the other way around. She would be slow to judgment with us or be slow to judgment, period. You know, and do your due diligence. You're a member of the, of the media. Do your due diligence on on everyone. And I think Oprah has enough money to say no. Yeah. So I yeah. don't think I don't. I don't, think, she be I don't no. think it's her being manipulated. I don't think it's if you don't do this, then we're gonna shut this down. Shut the motherfucker down. You know how you know what I, I mean. Am, but you know, I, say, I, I, so. I don't. I I don't know though. You know, it makes me think like even Oprah Winfrey. Had she just hypothetically, I'm not saying she did, but had she went to the big way and said, I want to do this documentary on Harvey Weinstein, I mean, I think they, they could say no. I mean, but she they got could enough, say no. They could say no, but she got enough money to put it out. I mean, but you know, you're talking about like the power that Weinstein had behind the scenes, and that, 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 that doesn't go away. I don't care if he don't have his job or not. You know what I mean? He, the reason he was able to get away with what he did because he was able to kill people's career, and they knew it. You know what I mean? So it was like if a woman he actually was, was accused of rape. Let me just get that out of the way. I'm sorry, do you finish your No, go ahead. He Bill Cosby sitting in jail for inappropriate touching. Hart Weinstein raped people. That's that's the difference. That's the difference. I ain't even talk about R. Kelly. His music is mine. It's ours. So you can't I don't stop telling me what I can listen to. I'm gonna listen to it. He's a he's a he's a dirtbag. But the same folk, so he's one of the greatest R&B artists mm-hmm. of all time with an asterisk. But I think what we're saying is, don't just make it our people. I don't know about the secret societies and all this other bullshit. I'm sorry. I just, I ain't feeling all that. I, I, because it just, it speaks to um, black people can't have nothing unless a white person give it to them. That, that's that's a total slave mentality. Let's let that shit go. Let's leave it at Of course, it's, it's things you don't know about going on in this world. There's power brokers going on in this world. But at the same token, just to say any black person that has money was given it is a smack in the face to anybody that has hustle in their veins. Otherwise, they wouldn't be trying to do this thing on Russell Simmons. So let's get that out. Let's just let's end that. And trust me, they came after Kevin Hart this past this this, this past time. They're going to come after Tyler Perry next. You know, they used to get us to turn on each other using homosexuality. Now that ain't happening. Now they got to make everybody a villain. Pretty soon, every black man that's famous is going to have a rape charge on him. They're going to have a... Let's put the Me Too movement in perspective. And I don't mean to derail the conversation, but... Stuff that you did in 2009 is different than what you're doing in 2019 or 2020. Ten years is a big difference in, in social issues. It was okay to call black people colored. Some people called them nigger, and it was accepted. 
you will be outraged to hear that stuff now. Don Imus just died yesterday. Fox News ran it like it was like he was a president that he passed away. It was crazy because I was at the gym. Fox News plays at the gym. And I'm just like, wow, you know, I remember him just calling these young student athletes nappy headed hoes. That's all I know mm -hmm. about Don Imus. That's all I know. Mm -hmm. But you sitting here, you making him like he's just this character because you want to push the narrative that you're for something. Well, why we can't be for each other? This is what I'm saying going back to Oprah. I was just trying to bring it all the way back around. Sometimes in, in, in the hood, if somebody committed a crime, what they say? You don't snitch, right? Mm -hmm. Stitches, snitches get stitches or you just don't snitch. It's just the thing you ain't going to do. When you're a cop, what is it? Don't cross the blue line. You know, it's, it's, right. a, it's a blue, blue, blue wall of trust. And in politics, it's called partisanship. What we doing is just being down for our people. Let us handle it internally. Okay, we ain't messing with this person no more. But we got to stop ostracizing, castigating, and, and demonizing our own people. That's why I'm hesitant to even criticize Oprah because I have a platform. I don't like talking about us like that. I can sit here every day and talk about how we're disenfranchised. And I don't even like talking about the symptoms. Let's go to the root cause. They set the system up to be a racist system in order for them to win time and time again. However, once again, I'm not going to allow you, if I got breath in my lungs, to sit here and demonize all black men. It's pieces of shit across the spectrum. Right. And that's the thing. You know, Oprah's, a, Oprah's is considered one of the gatekeepers, what they call it, considered the gatekeeper. Mm -hmm. You know, and she has a lot of, uh, you know, has, has a lot of input on, on what's, you know, what's being said and what's done on her own channel. She has a lot of fear. And, you know, we just, it's about holding ourselves ourselves accountable, man. It ain't necessarily about criticizing, but like Oprah, you know, just we we, we want out of love to say, hey, if you're going to do, if you're going to shine a light on this way, shine a light on that way. You know what I mean? Period. And it, it makes you think, like, I mean, I'm, you know, like, I didn't even think about the whole, like, she's, you know, cool with these people. Like, I never heard about the, her being actually tied to what's going on. I never heard that aspect of it, but it will make you think. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's what we like to do around here. We like to think. Like to try to push y'all to think. The full disclosure show, Derek Lamont wins the first. Baba Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. And um, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my topic because it's kind of all tied together. You know what I mean? But as we talked about, um, we mentioned Miss Lizzo. A, a singer, and she's doing her thing in the movies. I saw her in the uh, Hustlers movie. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. You know she she raised a lot of flack showing up at the Lakers game with a revealing outfit on. You know what I mean. Backside all hanging out. And, you know, we, and it was something. You know, we talked about it a little bit last weekend, just really, and it was something I was gonna leave alone until I, you know, but it it, it caused such a stir. And I'm always more interested in, to, in the the uh, responses more or less than what happened. You know what I mean? Because it tells you a lot about people. And uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins, one of the cast I uh, uh, follow and respect, those that don't know him, he's an author, economist, political analyst, and a social commentator. He has the, um, the what, what is it called, Riz? Your Black World. Yeah, yeah your, the other one, the Your Black World and the, um, uh, money, yeah. the, the Money Matters. Um, 
got he got Black Business School. Yeah, the Black right? Business School. He, he has uh, Black Enough, which is a a, a platform. Uh, like yeah, I'm sorry, like Facebook. Right, right. So I mean, he's a mogul. He's a mogul in the mix. So he 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 made some comments. I'm trying to find him. You got him. I just I just shared the link right here. Okay, can I my, my computer is like the. Okay, yeah, so um, you can read it. So I, I I read it from here. It says uh, Lizzo fires back at your Black World founder, Dr. Boyce Watkins, over obesity tweets. And I included this in the thing. Yeah, we just want to read the tweets. Just read the tweets. Yeah, we can just find the tweets there. You know what? For some reason, it's blocking the tweets. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so you, it's not just you. They're blocking the tweet. Rapping a proper gimmick engineer Lizzo picture right shot. Okay, I can't. I, I, it's hard for me to read uh-huh. slanted stuff. Uh, but you know, I, I can read it if you want me to read it. Um, you know what? Yeah, my career. I'm just gonna go ahead and just read this. Well, no, just go down to the tweets. Okay, so you see it on her. Keep going down. I don't have him on there. Anyway, he, he commented. I, I wanted to get the, the, the exact tweet. If you want to read the whole thing, I did include it in the comment section there. You can go ahead and click on that. Kind of get an idea while we're talking to you. Go to one screen and listen to us on the, on the next. Okay, I can't. Oh, there it is. There you go. All right, it says Lizzo's popular popularity is because there is an obesity epidemic in America. Rather than encouraging people to do better, we are simply lying to them and telling them they are just fine the way they are. Unfortunately, many of these people are dying from diabetes and heart disease. That's what he said. And she responded with, I'm popular because I write good songs and I'm talented and perform high high energy hour and have shows filled with love. The only person who needs to do better is you. Keep my name out your mouth. You know, when you black folks say, keep your name out your mouth, you know what it means. Look in the mirror before you come for me. Here's the attention you ordered. Now, first I want to go to what he said right here. Now, we just talked about the, the four Ds, right? You know what he did was what I don't agree discredited her, right? We just talk, you just talked about that. He's saying she's popular because she's obesity. <laughs> That's never happened in yeah, America. Exactly. Let's let's get that out of the way. Overweight she's, woman. She's popular in spite of her obesity. Come on. You know the days of Aretha Franklin. Them days is over with. You know what I mean? You have to look a certain way, a certain fit, a certain a certain while for her to be on the level. That she is now, and you know, we always compared the men like when you had like Heavy D. They, they put their name out there. You know, I'm a big guy. I'm Heavy D, but I, you know, Dory's B.I.G. You know what I mean? Guys that were big guys. They didn't use it, but they, you know, they incorporated into her with who they are, and that's basically what she's doing. Well, it's she's like, incorporating her. You know, this is I'm a big girl. This is who I am. Well, if a big if a guy's big. He's more considered to be a teddy bear type, cuddly. But mm. when a girl is big, she's disgusting. Wow. That's how I view it. I didn't even cut you off. Yeah, but no, no, that's all right. But uh, 
But it goes to say, what, you know. You call her morbidly obese? Well, the thing is, too, now where I agree with him in is, is not, is, is in a sense of being able, it's, it's two different things than promoting self-love and promoting health, right? You can do both at the same time. You know what I mean? And I think that's where we where a lot of people get escaped from we get escaped. Like, yeah, she's not she's not promoting obesity, she's promoting self love. She's promoting this right. is the this is what I'm this is the body I'm in. This is who I am right now. I love myself. You know what I mean? And I'm putting myself out there. Which it takes a lot of courage to do. You know what I mean? For even for those of us who 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 have high self-esteem and put yourself out there in that manner. It takes a lot of courage and guts. It, you know, it ain't like she's sitting up there eating, drinking five liters of Pepsi and, you know, six Ooh, gallons of Kool-Aid, you know what I'm saying, doing that. You can be, you can be happy with who you are and still want to improve, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, she's a young girl. You know, give her some time where she she will get like, you know, it's like how people think like it. What, so what if she lose weight? She'll sell out. You know, what if she say, you know what? I want to be healthy. It's That's not about my say. weight. I want to be healthy. And she end up losing weight because she wants to be healthy. You know what I mean? So and who's to say she ain't healthy just because she's plus exactly, size? Exactly. Just because you skinny don't mean you healthy. Just because you plus size don't mean you unhealthy. So, I mean, I understand where he was going, where he was trying. But, you know, we, again, we made the mistake. Of discrediting somebody else for, you know, giving attributing her success to her being obese. That's ridiculous. Like you said, that's never happened in history. You know what I mean? Dick Dashley, what was your thoughts on this? Uh, well, you know, we kinda we kinda talked about this prior to to this. And I, I have a strict rule. I try not to uh degrade my brothers and sisters as much as I possibly can when I make comments. But uh Dr. Watkins, who is a mentor in a lot of ways for me, you know, let me just say a shout out to him. Not only does he he, he talk and talk, but he does walk the walk. He, he teaches financial literacy. I think that y'all can learn a lot. Black Business School, check him out. Black Enough, go check out this platform. Your Black World, go check out that platform. So he's doing the right things because he's trying to make an impact. However, you know, I will say that getting involved in something that's trivial, calling this young lady morbidly obese, I understand we want to chastise her for what she did, but it goes back to what I was just saying. We harder on each other than anybody else is on us. We we gonna the society gonna take care of us regardless. And we step we gonna get checked. There's only so long we can we kind of step out of those bounds. Somebody gonna come check us. My thing is, you're a financial wizard. Why are you concerned with Lizzo? That should be beneath your notice. That's something, we, we have a social commentary show, so we're going to talk about it, and then we try to bring relevancy of the things that in the past that impacted that. If you know, if, if anybody ever really noticed how, what we're doing, we, we're, we talk about some of the symptoms, and then we go to the root cause. Here's why we do what we do, you know? And I thought you illustrated that very well with Oprah Winfrey. You know, why, why is she doing this? Not just some thing, but this. But saying, calling a young lady... Lizzo is like 20-something years old. That's that's a baby. Mm-hmm. We do stupid stuff in our 20s. You expect that Boyce Watkins, who's probably 50, is expecting a 20-year-old to have his perspective. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you should be more concerned of a 50-year-old that acts like they're 20. She's acting her age. She's learning. Of course, she deferred. She just doubled down on that. We, we talked about it. I knew she was going to double down. 
deny, deny, deny. But the thing is, you know, if you want to get back to that pants off thing, that was wrong. You did it in a family atmosphere. It was a game. That's not you on stage. If you're on stage, I paid money to see you, so I, you can do whatever you want to do. That's yours. That wasn't your time. And we need to learn certain discretions and certain social uh, indiscretions shouldn't be tolerated. We, we have to get back to respecting each other. But Dr. Boyce Watkins does have the tendency to capitalize on trivial things like that. Like that's how him and Tyler, the creator, got into something. Tyler, he, 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 he expressed it very well. Instead of just criticizing me, why didn't you come talk to me? I'm young. I do stupid things. Won't you take your platform and come talk to me and say, hey, Tyler, don't represent yourself like that. Now look at Tyler. Tyler's grown up a lot. Mm -hmm. Still funny, ignorant, the whole nine. Yeah, I know most of y'all, uh, some of y'all probably don't know Tyler Creator, but him and Dr. Boyce Watkins have this thing. Dr. Boyce Watkins did this same thing on Cardi B. He has a tendency to do things like this. It's, this, this ain't got nothing to do with money. You're an uplifter. Use your platform. I can't tell him what to talk about because that's like telling LeBron to shut up and dribble. Mm -hmm. That's his prerogative if he decides to do that. So I'm going to respect that. But at the same time, I still want to say, like, I appreciate him for bringing Dr. Claude Anderson to relevancy with a lot of people. Dr. Claude Anderson was just on The Breakfast Club this past week. Mm -hmm. Would he have been there if Dr. Boyce Watkins, Watkins wasn't rocking with him? I don't think so. So I take the good with the bad. I just think that this is a trivial thing. He just wants to draw hits and likes to his his platform, and he's doing it in a shameless way. And you know what? I can't knock the man for his hustle. Bottom line, I don't think there's no story here. I think there's a whole bunch of smoke with no fire. I think um, sometimes when I find, I, I don't want to say more so men, but I find that <laughs> when when people get to get to a certain age, they start getting older, they start turning their nose up on the younger generation mm -hmm. and start doubting them for things that they done or things that they thought to do or you know just and not everything that's not you catch more you catch more beads for honey than you do vinegar yes, so to teach her or to show her uh, a better way to carry herself you can't come at her and be like oh you crazy you ratchet you this you that negative 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 and expect for her to be like okay you're right no you got to come at somebody like look this is not the most best way to carry yourself there's better ways to carry yourself there's better ways to get attention to your name blase blase but sometimes the older generation don't carry themselves like that. It's like because they feel like, oh, I've been here and done that. Mm -hmm. I can talk to you. I can do this. Been there, done that. You just a little peon, just a little baby. Because we already look at kids as not being equal humans sometimes. Mm -hmm. I think when you look at somebody that's younger than you and they do something that you wouldn't do at that age, you may not have done what that person done at that age, but you've done something that that stupid, that equivalent to that foolishness at that age. Mm -hmm. So when somebody does it and you're 50, 60, 40 or what have you, you need to learn how to step back and come at that person and figure out the best tactic to help that person change 
their behavior into a more positive behavior. And I think like that is the gap between mm-hmm. the younger generation and the older generation. Yeah, we got some comments right here, Rich. You want to read it? You know, Shondell Ray said, don't have a problem with the big girls. Love the thickness. It's my preference. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I think to me, like, you know, oh, man, I, stuff right there. I do think that it's uh it's it's been blown out of proportion. You know, we we talked about like, okay, yeah, it was a bad decision for her mm-hmm. to do. It was a bad look, you know, to a Laker game and what have you. You know, my concern is more or less overall women in general that do, that feel the need to behave a certain way. Period. Whether you're big, little, short, whatever, they feel the need to to reveal themselves and act a certain way in order to get on. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's kind of like with this whole feminist thing where now women, you know, and, and you know, and I could take it like it was cool when we was exploiting women. You know what I mean? Yeah. When Nelly was having 80 women in the video twerking simultaneously, it was cool. <laughs> you know, but the city girls is doing it. They're exploiting themselves. Yeah, and it's that like... That's a bad thing. No, but at the same time, it's like, okay. Hypocrisy. Yeah, but how, dude, I don't want... I hope that women don't feel they have to act this way to get do. on. And that's what I, that's the concern. Like you, you don't have to, you know, be half naked. You don't have to twerk. You don't have to do these type of things to get on. And I think the pressure where you're seeing like women doing this, like you know, all across the board, like well, we got to be this way in order to be seen. And I hopefully yeah. that's not where we're going. I think women do. Um, I remember growing up, I think even in my time, it just got worse over time because I remember in my generation growing up, there were times where I felt like because I didn't dress a certain way or I didn't carry myself like certain girls in my, uh, my peer group were, Mm-hmm. that I wasn't as popular as them. Like, I wasn't very popular in middle school and I wasn't very popular in high school. But I felt like part of the reason why I wasn't was because I didn't put out, I didn't dress scantily, mm-hmm. I didn't dress whorish or however you want to put it. My butt cheeks wasn't hanging hanging out. My dad wasn't having that. So I give thanks to my dad for that, for making me, teaching me to carry myself in that manner. But I wasn't popular. But... There was times where I felt like if I was to put on these little teeny tiny shorts or show a little more cleavage, that I, the boys would like me, you know. So then you have the self-esteem level of it. Mm-hmm. So when you deal with things like that, you act out or you, you do things that you wouldn't do if you had a certain level of confidence. And mm-hmm. then when you have somebody that's, more confident than you or somebody that's more educated than you or what have you come at you in a negative way, you're not going to get no results. So I think, I think that we do feel that way. Look at these, um, uh, entertainers, female entertainers, Megan Thee Stallion, Mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj, you know, um, whoever. Well, I I can go down, I can go down, I can go down my timeline and just see it. It, you know, I see a lot, like I have a lot of new artists or expiring artists, like Instagram models, they're, and they're trying to, you know, be artists. Yeah, yeah. And they're putting their stuff out there, and you see 
it's all the same thing. Yeah. They're all doing the same TNA, thing. TNA. It's TNA, TNA, TNA. Listen to my music, TNA, TNA, TNA. But, but it's, it's hypocrisy. Once again, we're telling black men how to act and who they need to be. That is doubly for women, especially women of color, black women especially. Y'all are told how to be all the time. People are trying to tell you, don't be so sassy. Don't have no attitude. It's funny, if a, if a white woman is 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 me, oh, she a redhead, she, that, that's just her, you know, that's it. If it's a Latina, oh, she's spicy Latina. Mm -hmm. But if it's a black girl, you a B? You I know, can't. it's like, let me finish this thought and then I'll let you, you, you can have it. My thing is, it's the same thing with this whole situation. Dr. Boyce, once again, who on my support was wrong in this, to say she was morbidly obese, if that's what he said, because I didn't see the tweets. But this is the paraphrase, and I'm saying morbidly obese. Why are you talking about someone's look? Or now you want to make it about health. Who, I'll give up to Dr. Boyce Watkins. He was overweight up until this year. He ran a marathon this year. He got in shape. He decided to change his life. That's wonderful. But like anybody who starts something new, whether you're being conscious, whether you you health conscious, whether you move to vegan, we become assholes the first time that you yeah. start doing that. You, yeah. you want to control. Oh, how could you still do that? How could you still eat that? How could you still believe that? How could you still read that? How could you still watch that? Because now you've come to something. Right. Now, get off your freaking high horse, Mr. Watkins, and realize that this is still a young girl. You have a much better chance of you saying, hey, let me big up this sister for being brave enough to do it. I don't think she should have done it that way, but I'm going to give her props. You could be, you can influence a lot more people if you and Lizzo link up. And you and Lizzo think of some joint stuff. Because right now she's the most popular singer in the world. What could that do for his brand? You sit there, you argue with her. You already got people that don't want us to come up. So they're going to pretend they hate you anyway in order to bring your, your brand down. This was a chance for you to build your brand. And you probably you you probably missed it. And then going back on, the people always want to control young people. We do it with rap. Oh, rap music sucks. Yes, if you listen to rap for free, rap sucks. I talk to people, oh, I don't pay for music. I just listen to it. But it, it all sucks. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Pay for title. You'll see it's some good music out here. It's some still a lot of conscious mm -hmm. people out here. Mm -hmm. You ain't got to listen to none of this crap. But you don't want to pay no money for it. Oh, I don't pay for that. I just go to YouTube. Well, you're going to get the same crap you get. I just listen to the radio. You're going to get the same crap you get. We need to all kind of take a step back, get off our high horse. Instead of putting these young people down, learn how to link up with them. Learn how to class them up. We didn't get class all of a sudden, and we still learning our damn selves. So who are we to be so indignant? When did we get on this high horse? We got some comments right there. Jerome said... Uh, he said, being big in some parts of Africa is an attractive thing. Shoot, being, I got a, a, a female friend. She's from Sacramento. Her girl, her and her girl will go out all the time. Now, she's small. Her girl's thicker. And her girl will always feel like out of place. Like, I'm that overweight friend. Ain't nobody paying attention to me. So then my homegirl, she moved here to Cleveland. She go out. She's thin. She work out all the time. Nobody talks to her. Everybody talking to the thick girls. She's like, oh, I need to bring my girl from Sacramento here so she can... Because she wanted to see her girl get this love. She's like, oh, I'm nobody here. She would be some, some, somebody. So love love of different sizes and different things is, is appreciated. So I don't care what you got wrong with you or what you got right with you. It's somebody who appreciate that. That's all I was saying. Uh, Jerome went on to say, I have no preferences on this uh, because you could pass up a great woman being discriminatory. Otis Holt said, television is a powerful tool. And the media, which is a man's evil deed, in action, Oprah Winfrey is a very 
masculine woman whose worldview is secular and she brainwashed at the same time. When a true leader is making a difference among their people with positive change, for not only, I'm sorry, for not only their own race, but among all people, they become a threat. You can tell when a black person is making a difference in life, in the life of their people, because they are assassinated. They don't let them live long. Martin Luther King killed for using his platform of power to change the problem that was occurring during that time. And even now, Black Panthers had food and education programs in their neighborhoods, but the government turned around and killed Huey P. Newton. But he was also set up by his own people in the wolves and sheep clothing. Voice, Voice is a, I think he meant Lizzo is a big woman that can use her platform for building full-figured women. But the music industry don't want positive singers or role models setting good examples, especially among that of their own people. Uh, the more ignorant, the better, as I think he was saying. Uh, Jerome Jackson went on to say, Nicki Minaj is simply fake. They laugh out loud. <laughs> Lizzo, we, we, hey, hey, I love you, Nicki. Lizzo, <laughs> she's Sagittarius too. Lizzo was really trying to brand herself as the next Jill Scott. Y'all, she went too far in the wrong direction. What's up, Crawbone? Here's, I'm just going to say something. She said something in her, her big song. She said, why men great until it's time to be great? I, I, I put that on Boyce Watkins on that. You had a, a really great chance to do something wonderful with that. Hey, Lizzo, we don't do that. We don't do that, baby girl. But come here, let me talk to you. I'm gonna, let me coach you. Let me school mm -hmm. you. Instead of having her as an adversary. And I like to see them patch this up. And Lizzo, could, she could elevate what he's saying because I think he has a positive message. I digress. Um, I, my, my opinion on Lizzo, I like Lizzo. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of her music. I do like her music, but it's not, I'm not the biggest fan of her music. But one of the reasons why I do like Lizzo is because of her confidence in her, in the skin and who she is. Um, she gives me inspiration because it takes a lot to be a plus size woman and to step out and say, here I am, hear me roar. You know, that's literally what she's saying, you know, that's literally what she's doing. And to be criticized and scrutinized and ostracized for something as stupid as your size, it's just, it's not mind bodily because you see it every day, but it's just like, for real, and, and hear it come from um, somebody somebody as intelligent and as powerful as he is. Now that to me, that's a little mind bottling because I would think that he would come at her in a better way. Um, when you said that women are trying to be, women are, they try to control you as a woman. I feel you when you said that because I, the who I am, my character, I'm a very, I have a very strong character, you know, and I'm very voiceless and I just, I'm very outspoken. Mm -hmm. So I think when you have that type of a personality type of character, people try to downgrade you and try to make you be small as Lizzo said. And I can, and I can relate to her on that part 
with people trying to make you small because you're a woman and what you're saying isn't ladylike. He was saying, as I've been told, I'm not ladylike. The way I talk is not ladylike. But, I mean, why? Because I'm saying what you want to say, but I'm just not saying it pretty. I'm not, it's not pretty. Why do, why do women always have to be pretty? Why, why do we always have to be a certain, a certain way? Why can't we just be? I think I think Otis just touched on it real quickly, and we was on it last week about brainwashing. We talk about conditioning. We're talking about a way to think, you know. And, and people who you know, who, people who are brainwashed, people who are conditioned, have a hard time watching someone else act outside of where mm-hmm. they think they should be. Like I think you should be this way. You need to look like this. You need to talk like this. This is how I've been conditioned for a woman to act, for a woman to look. This is how I've been conditioned. And when you see people, people get uncomfortable when they see other people operating outside the box that they're placed in. And that's where you see a lot of, you know, if, if you if you are overweight, you condition that you're not supposed to be mm-hmm. in the front of the line. Mm-hmm. But you want to, you supposed to just Special fall women. back. Yeah, Special you're supposed yeah. to fall back. And so when they see a woman not falling back, a woman, you know, not, you know, and, and the shout out to like, you know, even back in the day when you had the singers where it wasn't so much about how you look, they still wore the big clothes. They still wore acting a certain way. They didn't want to, you know, accentuate their look. They wanted to repress how they look. Mm-hmm. They wanted to put out their voice, but not necessarily what they look like. Mm-hmm. And where she's actually like, no. I you know, am this I'm putting you know, and I'm putting it out here. I'm putting it out here. Hey, look, man. You know, I don't care how healthy you know, we can all live a certain way. We can all go vegan. We can all do this X, Y, and Z. But you're still going to have different body types. Mm-hmm. You're still going to be, people are going to be built different ways. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to be built this way. Some people are going to be built that way. And women, I, I stress, do not fall for the okie doke Because this is not what men want. The, the, the size four that they put out there, that's the shit that they put in your head. Yeah. They put in women's head. They put in women's head. That this is what you're supposed to be, so you spend your money to look like this. And every exactly. woman in America is size four. I was gonna exactly. say, yeah. even on my, even in my smallest, my smallest size, I've never been a size four. I've never been a size two, and but me being a curvy, thicker girl, dark skin, I was always made to feel to be small, even in my own household, and they made me feel to be ostracized and felt bad about my size, feel bad about my skin tone, you know. So when I see somebody like Lizzo coming out saying, I'm a big girl, see me, you know, and I'm popping. Yeah. And I she's mean, a beautiful, a, she's, I don't, she's I don't beautiful. Care, I don't care what nobody say. It, it's, I mean, yeah, I, I could criticize the whole thing about, you know, overly sexualized, twerking mm-hmm. and all. I, yeah. I, I could go there and we go that another way, but the message is, is that she is is showing, like, look, there are plus-size models. You see it all the time now. You see even the mannequins now, they're making like Plus like, like real people, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, there's all shapes and sizes, man. Everybody loves something. Everybody everybody don't love this little skinny, itty-bitty legs. We don't all want that. I mean, let me tell you this, though. Dominant society has now infiltrated things that just were culturally ours and making their standards ours. You know, you got to be this small, petite. You got to have this small waist. You got to do... No, look. Traditionally, you know... I, 
uh, everybody had a preference, just like you said. And I can't just speak, but I like a little bit of meat on the bones. You know what I'm saying? I, and I, I like slim women. I like what I consider slim women, but I've always liked stretch marks. You know, I like a woman got have a little bit of stomach. You don't have to have a six pack. It's good to see that, but they ain't. You know, right. I like a soft. I don't want a soft woman. I want to. I want to feel you. You know, I want to feel like I'm touching a woman. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, and then and as far as entertainment go, Queen Latifah wasn't never really small. She was considered the greatest female rapper when she was out. Mm. You think of uh, 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 the Lady of Rage. You know, she killed it with Afro Puff. We weren't looking at her sexually. She just could flow. And then right. Mia X, she got the most memorable line right, right. about it, about it. So it's not always about that. But if these women want to be hypersexualized and they want to do that, if they're doing it for their own gain, I have no problem with it. You don't have to do it. Have a talent behind it. Because most of the women that succeed are actually talented. You know, you mentioned Megan's talent. She can actually rap. Well, see, and that's my that's my concern. And I know what her knee, her knees made up. And that's what my my concern. <laughs> I just with women, if you if you you women, you controlling your narrative. Say that. So it's like you put you know like as a man, I don't have to put myself out in a sexual way for me to be successful. I can. You know what I mean? I can come out on the le- on the morals of my talent. Whatever my talent is, you know what I mean? Well, I don't have to good. place myself. I can look however I, I want to look. You see what I'm saying? So, women, you have to be careful. We do. <laughs> of, have, of, of putting yourself out there constantly in such a way yeah, where yeah. you're setting standards that you can't even keep up to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so, I just want to, you know, just be concerned society, about hey, that. Women, go it's ahead. hard being a woman. And it's hard being a woman in the entertainment a famous woman, I can't even imagine, but just this little platform that we have, sometimes I find myself, I have to put myself back into line, check myself because I'm like, okay, we about to go and do this show and I know a lot of people are going to see this show, they're going to say this, they're going to say that, so I have to find myself because that's not who I am, like, to be Outside, like y'all catch me at Walmart yeah, like and hear me. Okay, yeah, Walmart. you know what I'm saying? Like, I have some sweatpants on, they got paint stains on them, my shirt got a hole in them. They're like, ain't that Lisa from the full disclosure show? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But y'all always, not y'all, but people always expect for people to look how they look in that video. That's how you have to look at every yeah, single yeah. moment. Yeah. But me, it's, it's hard because. I don't want. I don't want to have to keep up with myself like that all the time. Like sometimes I want to be ugly. Sometimes I want to come to the show. Sometimes I want to walk in Walmart with a scarf on my head. I don't want to always have yeah. to get up, put a full makeup on, make sure my hair is right. Like that's not real life. You have kids. You have a job. You tired. You didn't cooked. I gotta yeah. run to Walmart and get a loaf of bread, but I'm not about to put on no full makeup to go get a right, loaf of bread. Right. But I will say this, the things that some of these young ladies feel, the pressure that they feel, they're looking at someone that they might admire or they have the success that they're trying to get. So they mimic each other. And that's why you might see a degrading in it or uh, you you see like, okay, she was a little scantily clad. Now, I'm scantily clad. But Donna was considered, oh, my God, because she sold her navel in Mm -hmm. 1984. Just because she wore a mid-rib shirt, that was considered like... (gasps) She's a slut. Oh my God. Then she wore some lingerie. Lingerie, the, the thing of the day now. That's just nah. that's a regular. But the thing is, you see it too. And I'm just going to think about hip hop, where so many guys talk about 
this, the destruction of their own people. I kill them and I melt your wave grease and I do this and blah, <laughs> blah, blah. blah. Grease. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's perpetuated, you become a caricature yeah. of your own and culture. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening. D4 disclosure. So we're going to try to push it back to the 90s, man. We had SWL, SWV, TLC. TLC. You know what I mean? You had, you had, yeah, they had, it was sexy and they had clothes on and they were talented. Aaliyah. You know what I mean? Derek Lamont Williams, the first. Big Dick Dockley, Bubba Rich Green, and Elisa Lisa, Little Lady House. Great show, man. Want to thank everybody. Hey, Jerome, I saw that post. If you really want sponsors, you can go on Anchor. And on the Anchor Podcast, and you can go on there and you can you can sponsor us off on there. It'd be much appreciated, my brother. You know what I'm saying? And uh, anybody else, man, thanks for the support and the love. We're going to keep pushing this thing. 2019 to the 2020 and beyond, I'm trying to tell you, the best podcast going. Better tell somebody. and uh, Tell your mama. Yes, indeed, man. And tell your people you love them in your life because tomorrow ain't promised. And it's all love all day. It is what it is. Stay Peace. royal. Peace. All love, baby.